0: Hello and welcome to episode 94 of the Sacred Remembering Podcast. You know how I give you questions sometimes to ponder while you're listening? Well, here are today's food for thought. Where are you holding something at bay in your life and creating a polarity? Where are you resisting doing something, taking a certain action and therefore creating more distress in your life? Where are you holding someone or um, avoiding feeling a certain emotion? Where are you holding that away from you? Whereas if you just felt It would it integrate? So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about the polarities that we ourselves create that end up causing emotional distress or segmented parts of ourself. And this is just what is on. My mind, but really more so than being on my mind, it's been in the energetic field of my life. And I've been observing the energetics of how things really want to integrate at this time. So I think that this is going to be a message that many of you relate to. I'd love to hear from you after you listen to the podcast to hear about your own stories of integration. Hello, and welcome to the Sacred Remembering Podcast, the place for modern women who are waking up to the truth of who they are on a path of feminine and masculine reunification. I'm your host, Sarah Poet. Women are healing from outdated paradigms, and we are rising, but we're not doing it by fighting or further depleting ourselves anymore. We do it by remembering who we are and standing in that unified truth. Here, we remember together, through stories, tools, and curiosity. And in doing so, we bring forward the place of women in our modern world. We infuse the sacred with logic, soul with spirit. We heal, embody, and activate a new feminine leadership. Listen, learn more, and work with me at sarahpoet.com. Now, let's begin. I have to tell y'all. I am changing. (laughs) I am changing. I am not the same woman that I was when I started this podcast in October of 2019. Those were my first interviews. And I feel like I was a different woman then. I have been in a massive process really of shedding a lot of old energetics this summer. I've been talking about that on the podcast and really got the message a few weeks ago, like the energetics of the last three and a half years are done. They're done. And that chapter of your life has closed. And that's a really interesting place to be in. And one of the things that happened as that was coming to be. And I was, I was getting that information was my work was really changing and anywhere that I was pushing, um, or, you know, doing things in order to get sales, those kinds of energetics have, been cleansed from me. And here's how I know, because if I go back into that energetic right now, my body, my system, my soul actually stops me. So there's nothing that's coming through my business that is salesy for the sake of being salesy. And Why am I saying this to you? Well, today I'm talking about integrating polarities. And I think that this has a lot to do with integrating polarities because in, in business or, you know, as a female entrepreneur, I'll just speak to this kind of business and what I've noticed in the energetics, it's like, we can expect for it to be a certain way and go a certain way. And then I myself was working so hard for things to go the way that I thought they were going to go, which in some regards is like what industry standard seems to be in this whole like coaching world. The word coaching actually cleansed (laughs) from me and it doesn't resonate at all. And what I'm calling myself is a medicine woman for modern times, because that's what I am. Um, and that feels really organic and really authentic. And it just kind of came up and out after three and a half years of (laughs) kind of wondering what to call myself. So I'll be a coach on my taxes and otherwise, um, You know, I'm a medicine woman and I'm here to respond to my intuition and to the collective and to what we need. And I see that my soul and spirit, even when things were messy for me this summer and there was a lot of old energy, kind of washing out, cleansing out. That's how I've been describing it. It it has felt like the, uh, you know, these diamond heart, crystalline waters of Mama Gaia have been just washing me clean. And that kind of brings tears to my eyes as I say that, because it's a humbling process. I'm humbled and I'm grateful. (laughs) And yeah, I've been being cleansed of anything that wasn't working and in that time what naturally came about is the sacred remembering membership and i've been looking at that and been asking like hmm what what's going on (laughs) with that um why is that such a clear yes and it's like and that's all i know well For a couple of years, I've been on this side of the mic and I've been telling you all what I think and I've been holding interviews and I hear from you. I hear from you just randomly that this podcast is making a difference in your life. And I am so glad about that. (laughs) That's why I do it. And You know, years ago, I started holding space for women that was about remembering the voice and remembering the sacred feminine, and then also remembering the sacred masculine, because we can't just bring back the sacred feminine. We have to bring back union, and this is happening through women, and so I started holding group space for this, and I started to notice something beautiful that happened when a woman who has these internal knowings, internal nudges, you know, this this waking up to the truth of who she is and how that comes in, you know, these little hunches like, oh, I have to follow this ping or I'm interested in this training or, um, you know, I have to listen to this podcast or like whatever the ping is that leads her on her path, we know that the next right thing always shows up. And when a woman is walking that path, it can be pretty lonely. So, hey, if that's you, you know, you are remembering your light, your truth, and the depth of your soul truth, which I can promise you is probably so much bigger than you remember in this moment, because the depth of my soul truth and what I've remembered over the last few years is phenomenally larger than I had any idea it was back when I was a school principal. And so just, just really take that in that what you are remembering is along a path and the truth of who you are honestly gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And so when you are on this path of remembering and you get together with other women who are on their path of remembering, you don't have to be at the same part of the path. Everybody has their own path because we all have our own unique soul signature and blueprint. And so we stand beside each other while we are remembering and a very, very beautiful thing happens. And I feel it right now in the energy field. And that is the fortification of each woman's truth. So this inkling that she might be remembering a deep truth of who she is at the soul level that becomes real and true. And she embodies more of herself. And that happens for the woman standing next to her and the woman standing next to them. And they reflect that to one another. And that is so profound because if a woman has an inkling that she has a deeper truth inside of her, but is afraid to own that or honor that, then she can get very stuck and she can, oh my gosh, I hate to speak the words, but she could maybe never be that truth. Now that's not really going to be you because you're here listening to this. (laughs) And so you are on your path. So I want to speak to this idea of like how far along we are on our path or you know are we better than another woman that's on her path and maybe there's a woman who's just starting out on her path right and women start to compare so i've actually heard a little bit of that comparison like when i reach out to people about the membership and i say hey do you want to come on in you're listening to the podcast do you want to come on in and she's like that's not for me I wonder if you can look at that and say, you know, do you think that your truth is like somehow superior to another woman's truth? Do you think that not being in community right now is effective, you know, for, for where women are trying to go? So bring your gifts, bring your curiosities, bring your vulnerability, bring your authenticity, bring your willingness to be like, fuck, I'm three and a half years into my business and I'm totally questioning how I've been running things around here. Be in the willingness to be like, I'm willing to be humbled, to be made new. And when we do that with one another, we are living into the feminine heart. We are bringing the authenticity of who we are and we are anchoring the new feminine consciousness on the planet. So the Sacred Remembering membership is open now. You go to sarahpoet.com and there's a button on the homepage. There are monthly and annual options to join. And I'm just going to encourage you that if you are here on this podcast, and if you have been listening, that you join the membership. It is the next logical and sacred step. And so I really look forward to seeing you there and seeing what happens in that space and sending so much love to you. On your journey right now, because I know that um, the journey can be tender and the hearts can be tender. And I want you to know that I get that and I'm there with you. And I would love to see you in sacred space because one thing I know is true one thing I know is true is that we need community and we need a space to be real in order to anchor in all of these things that we're intuiting, downloading, and questing after. So let's get brave together. I'm going to get brave with you. You're going to get brave with each other. And in the Sacred Remembering membership community, we're going to be on live calls together. We're going to be in a Mighty Networks community talking with one another. We're going to get brave together and jump in. So if you are being a woman who's trying to grow in an island right now, you know, or be an island right now, and you're thinking, I'm doing this path and I'm self-improving and I'm healing the trauma and I'm doing all the things, but you're alone in your head about it. Come on in girl, come on in. Y'all like the word polarity. Polarity is such a buzzword right now, I feel. You know, polarity coaches and polarity and intimacy. It's kind of a buzzword. Someone introduced me as a polarity coach a couple of weeks ago, and I was kind of like, mm, no. Um, it's more the integration that is my jam. <laughs> and, you know, if you've listened to my TEDx, I, I say in there that the reason that i use the words feminine and masculine are really so that we have tools and using words as concepts to talk about things concepts ideas energies that really leads toward an understanding of integration and of union. So, in other words, we use the words in order to get to union. So, we're moving on this earth from separation consciousness to unity consciousness. If those words don't resonate with you, that's fine. I get that they sound really far out there, but everything wants wholeness. Everything wants integration. So, you know, when you like, have an argument with someone, ultimately, you want healing. You know, when when something has been kind of isolated from your life, you kind of miss it, right? Like, the heart wants integration. The heart wants integration. So, whether that is in a relationship with another human, whether that is, you know, with a part of yourself that you've kind of pushed away, whether that's feminine and masculine, you know, it's all a journey, truly, of coming back to the heart. I feel like I'm getting to the conclusion of this podcast while I'm in the introduction of this podcast, Um, but this is just flowing out. So, really, it's It's the heart that's going to allow for the integration to happen. Because when we have something that we are holding at bay or holding away from us, right? Why are we doing that? We're doing that because there has been a trauma or a wound. So, when there has been that trauma or wound, there can be a fracture, a fragmentation, and then we do not want to experience that thing again. And so, what we do is we push it away, right? Like, that thing hurt us. We don't want to experience that again, and we push it away. So I'm getting a little ahead of myself. I'm going to stop and go into a little story. Um, This all started a few weeks ago when I was on a call with someone who holds space for me. And we were talking about an energetic that I did not like in my life. I did not like it. (laughs) And she said, well, you've got to do the thing you don't want to do. And that for me was asking for help. And so I looked at that and I did not want to hear that. When we were on that call, I said, I do not want to do that. Because to me, asking for help reminded me of an old trauma. And my brain was just operating under that old way of, habitually being without me getting conscious about it. And so here I was subconsciously avoiding asking for help and making my life harder, making my life harder and actually creating this situation where I would have to ask for help. That is the fascinating part. So she says to me, your work is to ask for help. And I wasn't happy about it. And I got off the call and I went to sleep. I think that was a Friday or something. And I woke up really early in the next morning and I was still kind of stewing from this. And I took a bath at 5 a.m. Hot bath, 5 (laughs) a.m. And I re-listened to the call that she and I had had. And in that moment, I just said, okay, you know, spirit, source, creator, soul, by any name, okay. Okay. Game on. If this is the way that I move through this stuck point, then game on. I'll do it. I'll ask for help. Okay. So, in that moment, there was this thing that I was avoiding, asking for help. And I really wanted the other side of that resistance feeling. I really wanted peace with this. And Asking for help was going to be uncomfortable. I did not want to do it. It reminded me of being a little girl and having to totally contort myself and totally make myself smaller than in order to ask for help from my father. And I hated that. I hated that so much. But that, that part of me was kind of still stuck in that little girl frequency of, I don't want to do it. I don't want to ask for help. And so, I had to get in touch with that little part of me, right? I'm I'm calling it a part because it is. So, when things happen in our lives, these traumas, these, um, you know, it can be like a big T trauma, like a big event that causes uh, a, a fragmentation of a part of self, or it can be something that happens over time, like every time I had to ask my father for help. Right? I had to be smaller than. I had to not live in my truth when I asked for help with him. So this little T- trauma, like over time, becomes this part that is separate from the big S self. I think I talked about the big S self in an episode not too long ago. So the core of self, the core of the truth of who we are. And these parts that had these traumas, that learned these adaptations, they get stuck until we integrate them. So, you can find a practitioner that does parts work. You can find a therapist that does internal family systems. You can schedule a session with me because I integrate parts work with the other esoteric work that I do and and you know, all of those things in my medicine woman toolkit. So I, I love space holders holding space for me. And I can also work with these parts when they show themselves in me because I've been doing this for so long. And so, you know, you, you get in touch with that part, that little one that's like, I don't want to ask for help. And you just listen to it. Like, what do you need? what do you need? I'm here for you, you know. And then the core part of self, which we could call big S self or adult self, is like, cool little one, I got you. I got you. And so big S self was like, okay, this this needs to be integrated and the very thing that I have been resisting has created a situation where now I need to ask for help. And so In that moment, I just decided, I was like, I want to move through this, this blocked part of myself so badly that I am willing to face this. I'm willing to do this. I'm willing to face this challenge. And I'm telling you what, asking was the hardest part for my nervous system. And then everything that happened after that was like, oh, I can breathe because I was integrating the thing that I was avoiding. So I feel like this really opened up. I mean, we went right from Virgo into Libra, like right at this time. And I was just noticing all over the place that energies wanted to integrate. Now, I will say that I think, you know, the closer we get to our heart, The the more we heal, the more we integrate those traumatized parts, the more we call ourselves home, the more we um, live in this truth of who we are as the soul self and choose that, the more we do that, the more mm, we are naturally going to want to integrate things. We're going to be willing to integrate things because in the heart. We feel more at peace. Whereas when we have these traumatized parts, we're holding something at bay. So let's talk about that for a moment. So let's say I'm just going to make something up. Let's say that you haven't dated in a while and you get on a dating app and you're chatting with someone and this someone seems like, wow, this actually might be a really nice person to meet. So you go out with them a few times, they totally seem into you. And then it's like, boom, something happens. They, you know, they they're out, they ghost. Okay. That totally triggers you. And you're like, I know I shouldn't have been dating in the first place. Okay. And so then you're like, that's it. I'm turning off this app. I'm not dating again. I'm I'm better off alone. Okay, do you see what just happened? Like the, the traumatizing event caused this person in this made-up example to create a barrier, like a shield. We put up these protective shields. That's, an, that's a question. <laughs> that's a question for you. Where are you shielding? Where are you guarding? And man, do we have guards around our hearts? Do we have shields around our hearts? Of course we do. We are people with histories. And how good is that feeling for you right now? So there is an energy that is required. And women, I'm I'm really talking to you right here. When we guard ourselves in an effort to not get hurt or not have to expend energy or not be vulnerable when we are pushing that energy away guess what that is requiring energy from us so it's like creating a boundary. I did an episode on this a couple uh, weeks ago. It's like creating a boundary and holding that boundary outside of ourselves that takes energy. It takes energy and effort and it exhausts the nervous system. So it actually exhausts the nervous system to have these disintegrated parts of self. You know, and we do this with the parts of ourself that we don't like or the scenario in our life that we find embarrassing or that we wish weren't the case. Like, you know, oh, I ran out of money. Oh, that man left. Oh, you know, I, I got too tired and got sick when I'm a health coach. You know, those kinds of things. It's like, we get embarrassed because we think like, oh, we should know better. or We should have our shit together. Okay. So, this came up in the past week. And you can just do a little self-reflection here too. Like, see what parts of this you relate to. A friend and I were talking and, you know, something had happened that she was a little embarrassed about. And she said, okay, enough of that. Moving on. And I heard that and I was like, you know, okay, I'm just playing with this uh, polarity integration thing here. So I'm going to say, what if it's both and what if it's both and like, yes, there was a mess up and you're awesome, (laughs) right? Like, yes. Okay. um, You ran out of money and you have really good ideas, right? Like, yes, you um, dated the wrong guy and you have a lot of love to give. It's like, yes, and, okay? So, there's the core of a self, the one that you have been working to remember, working to uphold and support and be. And there are still Parts of your life or incidences in your life that are still working on integration. And so rather than pushing away, denying, getting embarrassed by, you know, wanting it to be a different way, like what kind of harsh energy are you putting toward that thing that maybe if you decided to love it, it wouldn't actually feel so big. All right. So another little story wants to be shared here. And I hear from you all that my stories inspire you. So thank you. Thank you. And, um, and here's another one. So last week was the equinox. And on that day, so leading up to the equinox and on the equinox, I had this experience with two male friends that was really profound, really profound in my life. And part of the energetics of the last three and a half years have had to do, obviously, with the masculine. (laughs) I say, obviously, because I'm always talking about it and integrating feminine and masculine. And so beautifully in the last, I'll say, month, approximately, but I've been really working on these king energetics, you know, and falling in love with the king as I was talking about in the spring, in the summer. Been working on that for a while, right? But in the last month, as I was getting this message, like, okay, the, the energetics of the last three and a half years, they're complete. There's a lot of integration. I had this experience with these two men who I knew, but I hadn't seen in a while and i was ready for like new masculine energy to come into my life you know i had opened my heart to that and you know talked to spirit about that like i'm i'm ready for interaction with new examples of masculinity okay and like you know um i'll say uh, more conscious examples of masculinity so i received that And it was really beautiful to be in in spaces with two very different men that um, we, we had some interactions. So, on the equinox, I went out to Cherokee, North Carolina, where I live. And if you've been listening, I've been talking about the land connection. And so, I went out to Cherokee, North Carolina with a Cherokee man And we did some ceremony, I'll just say simply, and it was really beautiful, feminine, masculine healing ceremony. And like, I was in service to the masculine. I mean, these parts and aspects of soul that were just really, really ready to integrate and come home. And, um, last week's episode, if you've listened to last week's episode, this was kind of in progress. And when I recorded that episode with Davy Grace, something really started to come home in me because it was like, yes, I remember this kind of love for the masculine and this is the truth of who I am. And then, yeah, there was there was beautiful, beautiful integration and that episode came out on Equinox, okay? And so, I put that out, went out to Cherokee, had this amazing experience. And then what I got from that day, and it was a culminating day, was this knowing that this love of the masculine had really integrated into into my heart. And all of the fear of the masculine all of the um disappointment you know from masculine and things like that like the the healing of the masculine that i had to do it was really beautifully signaling to me that i was back in my heart about that that there had been integration about all of that and that is no small thing friends that is no small thing so here i am humbled humbled by the reflection of, you know, these beautiful friends and really humbled. (laughs) There's not another word for it. It's like the grace that a woman feels when she's back in her heart in reverence for the masculine. And I just haven't ever been there like that. Like I, you know, I've done a lot of love (laughs) um, for the masculine, but I think this was a new level of grace, honestly. And so, I am feeling this for just a few days. And what ends up happening next, and I say this for a couple of reasons, and you can deduce your reasoning, what ended up happening next was an ex popped up from like 2017, popped up, wanted my energy in almost like a flirtatious way, and I wouldn't give it. And I said, you know, this is yours to do, and um, I won't be, I won't be relating to you this way or interacting in this way. And the next thing that happened, like when I drew that boundary really appropriately, was an attack and an attack on my character. And that very energy was the energy of the last three and a half years. That very energy was like what hit me so hard in 2018 and 2019. Well, it hit in 2018 and I was like getting over it in 2019. And then I've been healing ever since it's so big. It's a destroyer energetic. Okay. So the destroyer energetic comes at me with a personal attack. Two days after I have this really humbling, really graceful integration happen. So that's a little bit of a test, right? And it's a little bit of a testament as to like, these energies um, don't, necessarily want us to succeed in love all the time and that's true but what i needed to do was like sit with you know you're you've done this sarah you've done this you've integrated these parts you know all about this energy and you've said no to it before and you don't need to give it your life force energy and so what i did this was early in the morning last weekend i blocked him and I went into, you know, even the community call last weekend, I, w- I went into that and I was talking about this energetic and, and the challenge that had come up. And what happened throughout the day was that I got in touch with this topic, this theme of polarity integration. And I said, okay, how am I behaving? Am I behaving in the new in this new and integrated way or am I behaving in an old way of defense and you know it's tricky there's a lot of energetics going on here right so like how am i going to react what am i going to do how am i going to respond so at the end of the day what i ended up doing was sending him an email and i said okay you're reaching out to me i notice this pattern of wanting my energy and then attacking and that's not okay with me But what I also hear is that you probably need something from me. Maybe some clarification. You know, I'm not sure why you're reaching out or what it is that you need underneath. So can you get in touch with that? Let me know if there is something that you have that you need from me that you can request kindly. And then it'll be up to me to decide whether or not I give that to you or share that with you um, from my energy. And so that's an example of being willing to not hold something at bay, right? Like we can block on social media. We can never text our exes again, that kind of thing. And for a time, I probably needed to do that. But then I was looking too at the timeline of like how this was coming up and yeah, it felt like a test of the destroyer energetics, but it also was a test to me and the integrity with the masculine that had really landed in my heart and whether or not I could see this through the lens of my heart and respond accordingly and be in integrity with myself, meanwhile, not you know, giving my energy away to any unhealthy energetic. And so, I did that. And I don't know how it landed. That was the end of the communication after I responded. He's, he did send a question and I did answer it. And, um, and I did so kindly. Um, and, you know, also kind of naming things as they were. And so, but it was neutral. It felt neutral to me you know, did the best I could um, as a human and sent that on in neutrality and in respect and in love and closed it that way. And, you know, is that a little, it actually brings up a little bit of fear because now, you know, that's, that's more open than if I had held all of that blocking energy. However, in me, it's more integrated and hopefully in him, because I wrote to him from my heart and, you know, with patience. And so hopefully there's more integration for him as well. But I would not have been able to do that had I not just had these deep experiences of coming back. Into my heart. And I'm nearing the conclusion here, but one thing that has needed to happen, and some of the work that I was doing in Cherokee, almost on a soul level, which was a continuation of work that I was doing in April in Cherokee, when I heard the divine instruction to go to Cherokee and do some work in the water to make atonements, to like in the energy of atoning, go to Cherokee and atone, atone for the way that the feminine mistreated the masculine, because we always want to talk about how the masculine mistreats the feminine, but the feminine mistreats the masculine too, women mistreat men too, and so, I was doing some work for my family line um, in the waters there in Cherokee. And then, you know, what, like six months later or something, um, end up doing very, very similar work with a Cherokee man in the waters in Cherokee um, on the fall equinox. So, you know, that's some soul foreshadowing that I don't particularly understand. But the, the energy of atonement may be something for you to look at and ask, do I need to atone? Do I need to say I'm sorry? Do I need to ask for forgiveness? You know, do I have energetics that I need to clean up in order to be in integrity and in this integration? Because sometimes I've been here too, whoo, shit, I've been here too. When we are Super upset with ourselves about something, or we have a lot of shame about something, then we can be creating that polarity within ourselves between our heart and who we truly are and our shame. And that really confuses identity. And so, is there an area where you are carrying self loathing? Where you're not forgiving yourself, where you're not thinking that you're okay, or you know that you need to apologize to someone, and how can collapsing that polarity bring you more peace, more love, and maybe the other person too, right? So, remember that all of these soul parts want to come home. Everything wants integration. The feminine and the masculine want union. You know, pain wants to come home to love. And it all comes home and integrates in the space of the heart. And love is ultimately all there is. And here we are on this bumpy human journey where we're practicing fucking up and then integrating again or you know we open we get hurt and then we have to decide am i going to close off and hold love at bay or am i going to open again and so may this podcast episode just touch the place of your heart that maybe you are guarding and friends i get it i get it The closer we get to the center of our heart, to truly opening, to let love in, like love as a way of life, I find that to be, honestly, pretty scary. But scary in the most worthy way, brave and courageous in the way that I want to be brave and courageous because I know that I can be a badass. I know that I can hold things at bay. I know that I can, you know, be resilient as fuck. And a while ago, I decided that I was done living like that. And so integration and looking at these parts of self that are not fun to look at and saying, I want to love that part about myself, even though, even though it's hard you know, my little son, he's 12. He um, did something pretty foolish at school this week and ended up in the principal's office. (laughs) The same job I used to hold. And he was like, oh my gosh, what if you were still the principal? (laughs) I said, we, we would call in a third party. We would get some help. But anyway, he did. He ended up in the principal's office and he was embarrassed. And Genuinely uh, ashamed, I think. And it was the first time that I was navigating that territory as a mother of a preteen, right? Where he was definitely old enough to know that what he did was not okay. And so he didn't really need me to drive that point home. But what I found that he needed from me was a reminder. That that moment doesn't define him. And I can think back to times in my life where if I had given myself that same grace, I would have saved, it, saved myself a lot of time. And so, we, we navigated, you know, the consequence. And we navigated the conversations. And I was sure to tell him, you know, this is a choosing point. You bring the lessons home to yourself that you have learned, and you decide right now who to be walking forward. And so, that's integration, right? Not, like, he doesn't need to form a piece of his identity that says, I am a bad person. That would be a fragmentation of psyche, of belief in oneself. And so, we want to atone we want to apologize we want to give ourselves grace we want to do what's needed to love those parts of ourselves so that they can come home in integration in the heart so that we can be this big S self and be the truth of who we are and friends this is this is the lesson that i've been walking and learning because the more i integrate the more I know that I am home. It has felt like a homecoming these past few weeks. So thank you for listening. Thank you for Mm -hmm. letting me share with you. Thank you for the deep self-reflection that may arise after you hear these words and these stories. And you begin to look at where you're holding aspects of self at bay, aspects of others, and aspects of love where you're holding it away from yourself. And may we be brave and courageous to let those parts back in and back to the center of the heart and back home to ourselves. Thank you so much for being here. And I will talk to you next week. Don't forget to check out the Sacred Remembering Membership. It is open now. It is where we are having these heartfelt kinds of conversations together and doing the the good and gritty work of becoming whole, becoming human, and living into the sacred truth of who we are. So I'll see you in the membership, and I'll see you back here next week. So much love. Oh my gosh, I usually don't say things like this, but it's everywhere right now. The opening section that I did talking about the membership was 11 minutes and 11 seconds, and I finished recording it at two twenty-two. So just saying there's a lot of magic in the air right now. Um, thanks for listening today. I really hope to see you in the membership. Have I said that yet? Um, sarahpoet.com you can send me an email if you have questions, but there's a whole webpage to answer your questions. And if you're feeling it, just come on in. Remember that you can schedule private sessions with me and even work with me longer term in 12 or more week space holding where I infuse energy medicine with, you know, coaching, inspiration, responding to what you're doing. It's holistic. We are modern women waking up inside of, inside of the world that has existed and we are infusing the sacred. And so that is exactly the flavor of my offerings. They're thorough, they're effective. And if I can help you and support you, please do let me know. So much love. This is Sarah Poet of Embodied Breath, and thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm curious, what was your biggest takeaway? Remember that you are not alone on the sacred path, and women are rising now together. You can visit my website, sarahpoet.com, for more tools and inspiration to support your sacred remembering path. Please be sure to check the show notes, subscribe to this podcast, share with a friend, and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. I love to hear from you. Stay connected, and here's to your path of sacred remembering.